Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm going to chat all about, is Ayurveda just a bunch of rules? So I wanted to do this topic, and I'm super excited to chat about this today because I've had a ton of um, consults and a ton of um, sessions this past few weeks. And what's coming is a lot of people wondering what kind of what Ayurveda is, but how can it help them? And is it just a bunch of rules? Because what often we see on social media, and I play a part in this too, raising my hand, is our quote tiles or on Pinterest, the same thing. You know, you have your list of foods to eat or workouts to do, um, you know, and the same on Instagram. And so often when we come to it, we kind of, we see it as lists or rules, or I should be doing this in the morning, or I should be doing that. Um, and I've shared a ton of that, you know, on my podcast of here are some mornings, morning ideas, how to start your day. Um, and seasonal practices. Now, I want to dive a little bit deeper with those and just try to shake shake off the to-dos because what I'm seeing is an influx of, uh, you know, Pitta women in particular coming to me, which makes sense. I am a Pitta. I tend to attract um, strong Pitta women. Uh, I also have some Vatas who I also love and adore. A couple Kaphas. I don't tend to attract as many Kaphas, most likely they can sense my, my pitta in me. Um, and I do have that fire and I do have that passion and energy, but I am much more um, dull compared to how I used to be with that, with that pitta fire in the past. So I want to kind of take us on this journey today and dive into a little bit more of what does this mean? Um, is it a bunch of rules? And you know, how can we find that, that space and that freedom and that play? You know, if you are a pitta and you're feeling out of balance, more rules is not what you need. So I learned from two different ways when I when I first studied Ayurveda. So I've studied from um, Kate Stillman and I took her program that was a year long and she comes from it from a much more traditional standpoint, uh, which might be more masculine in terms of the rules. And uh, it really helped me postpartum. That is actually what I needed postpartum. I needed to find the rules because, you know, you're postpartum, you're not sleeping <laughs> you can't really think straight because you have not had a ton of sleep. So that, that suited me in that phase of my life. But now come, you know, my son is going to be five here in a couple of weeks. Uh, I really benefit and use my feminine form of Ayurveda training. And that's where I took with Katie Silcox for um, a couple of years. And so I've had two very different um, kind of upbringings, I guess, uh, with Ayurveda. And I find what really helped me ease that pit up push is seeing it through the feminine lens, you know, and that's what that cooled me off. And so when I'm talking about this, like if you're not quite familiar with the doshas, um, I'm primarily just going to be talking about pitta today in terms with um, the list, because this is where I find it to be most prevalent. Now, if you're thinking, okay, is that me? If you really like schedules, you need a schedule for everything. And there's no room for just random inspiration to hit. Um, the feminine form can kind of soften that, or you feel like you have to check things off your to-do list. You have to work out for an hour or it doesn't count. Yoga isn't a workout. Stretching isn't a workout. Um, you know, rest day needs to be, I need to walk or do yoga. There is no true rest day. And that totally was myself. So for me, it kind of took that edge off. There's no more like strict diets to follow. There's no more strict, um, even the list. So in Ayurveda, there's definitely foods that are um, favored for certain doshas. And um, what that can look like when you're out of balance 
depending on, now this is a big asterisk. This is always dependent upon the person because you know what, when I work with people who have digestive issues, so if you have a digestion, um, you know, thing that we're sorting out, I am going to give you more specific rules because that's going to be a little bit more, um, uh, you're going to have to follow those to kind of fix what's going on. So for example, myself, constipation, I had to give myself, um, you know, rules in a sense. And I say that in quotations, uh, to help me not be constipated. So for me, drying crackers and cheese, which who doesn't love some crackers and cheese every once in a while, uh, that, that definitely backs me up. And so I know, okay, if I'm going to have this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with intention, but I know what's going to happen. I am going to need to have my trifla that night, for example. So that's kind of how I use the rules with a pitta a little bit more loosely, but digestion, I, you know, I'm going to be like, here's some, here's some things to kind of clean it up before you can find your balance again. So sometimes we have to treat what's going on and then we can get away from the strict, strict rules. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, now when I'm talking about this, you know, it becomes less about all of the rules to follow and more about trusting what your body says. Let me say that again. It becomes less about all of the rules to follow and more about trusting what your body says. That's what my goal is as an Ayurvedic wellness counselor is to help you trust your body, to help you understand what it needs. And this can be something that um, no matter if you've studied yoga, if you are a yoga teacher, if you are um, you know, someone who feels like they're pretty in tune. I've met so many people who also are saying, I don't actually don't know if this is my intuition or not. And I don't think that's a bad thing. We're not taught how to find or connect to our intuition. That's a skill that you have to develop and practice. And so that's something that for myself, having studied Ayurveda and yoga for so many years now, and I think this is also my little, little asterisk. If you were an athlete and you were, you know, a pretty prolific athlete, listening to your body is something that you naturally do. And so if, if you're listening and you were, you know, an athlete and you performed at pretty high levels, then you might be saying, oh yeah, you know, you typically know your body pretty well because you know how to push it and how to take it in. Now, if you're listening, you're like, I wasn't any of those things. How do I listen to my intuition? How do I find that? How can I trust myself? Again, it's practice. And that's where um, there are skills and tools. Maybe I'll do a separate episode. I'm going to actually write that down right now is how to connect to your intuition, because I think that's also a big one. But what do we do, you know, when all of those rules are overwhelming? So this is one of the gals I was talking to this past week, strong Pitta, as am I, everything she was saying, I'm like, that was me. Yep. I can relate. I know exactly where you're at. And so we get stuck on the rules. We get stuck on the check this off or, Hey, you know what? This food is not on the okay pitta list. I should not have it. It's always out. And you know, my, my answer is always, it depends. You know, what are, what are we having this food for? For example, lemon in the water. That was when I talked about lemon in um, your water in the morning. Is that great for pitta or not? And I said, yeah, have it. And if we're going to get stuck on all of these little rules, we're going to lose the magic of Ayurveda and what it's trying to teach us. It's all about noticing. How do you feel after having lemon water? Maybe try it with a lime. How does that make you feel? And really taking notice of that. That is what Ayurveda is teaching you is to slow down and notice. Oh, you know what? I ate at 8 PM one night and I usually eat at six and I did not feel well. I didn't sleep while I was tossing and turning because I was trying to digest my food. 
that's just an observation. You're just noticing. And again, that's not, that's not to say it doesn't happen because it does. Like I, I do things all the time where I don't ever take things out of people's diets where they are like, I absolutely love this. Please don't take it out. And that's always the last thing we will work around. If I even need to take that out at all, because I honestly don't think that if someone loves, for example, I had a client who tell me I loved, I could work with your, um, with your suggestions because you didn't say you can never have pizza again. She loved pizza with her family on Friday nights. I said, I do too. I have pizza with my family on Friday or Saturday nights. So I, you know, I said, I don't take that out. Like that's just something that's in there. And I think that's where the magic is of just knowing like it does, it's not an all or nothing. I think we've come to, you know, even coming to Ayurveda to an all or nothing attitude and we're going to get defeated. We need to have that grace with ourselves. We need to have that compassion. It doesn't have to be everything all at once, you know, because most of us, we don't have the time to practice, you know, an hour and 15 minute yoga practice and meditate for 30 minutes and then do our yoga nidra and our pranayama and then, um, you know, try to read and work. And if you have kids or even if you have pets, how in the world are you spending time with that and your spouse? Like there's just so many layers that, I mean, to do everything perfect, it's just not, it's not sustainable. And that's why people I think get burnt out, um, potentially on Ayurveda, or it turns you off because you're like, this is too much. This is too many rules. I can't do it all instead of you're missing like the little things where for myself, early, later dinners, that's something I swear by. I personally love it. It's changed my life. That that's not to say it will change yours, but it has mine. And that's something I do incorporate. And I do follow early to bed, early to rise is another one. That is like a rule. If we're going to say it's a rule, I like to go to bed before 10. I always have. That's just, that's in my nature. I'm an early to bed, early to rise person. And so for me, that's when I feel my best. So those are like two of my staples. And then within that, I really do have a lot of flux. Like I decide what I need. I have practices that come and go and I have, you know, sometimes I journal to ground. Sometimes I meditate right now. I'm really into pranayama, which is breath work. And so having that, that space with ourselves, I think that's what we need more of. And that I think can, can attract people to Ayurveda. You'll get benefits from these practices, even if you only incorporate one practice. You know, so that's where, again, I started with that early lighter dinners. That's what, that's what got me. And then I started adding more. So that's what I would love for you. If you're listening to not, you know, not hear me talk about this and, um, think, oh, it's, it's too much. I can't do all of those things. I can't either. I can't either. I do what I do, what I know works for me now. And I'm open to trying things. So I actually have never had a strict or not even want to say strict. I have not had a pranayama practice before. And this last um, weekend in our 500 hour yoga teacher training, we, we did breath practices and I loved it. And I do love breath practices. I'm very good at um, manipulating my breath. So for me, this made sense. This is something that I want to do because it does help me feel so much more grounded. Like for me, that does more more than um, a meditation does at this time in my life right now. That's not to say it's going to work for me in a year. If in a year I'm still doing that same breath work and maybe that same meditation, and I haven't asked myself, why am I still doing these things? Are they still working? I'm failing myself because we need to constantly check in and say, Hey, does this still work? And you know, 
you kind of know if things are working or not. You know, if we're going to be honest, like for me, my journal practice, I know it's not working, but I have, this is the Pitta in me, by the way, you'll hear this. I have 10 pages left in my journal. I want to finish that journal. So I will finish it, even though I know I'm not really getting that much out of this journal practice at this time. So that's where after that, I am going to put the book away and just pause on my journaling for right now and do it when it's on the full and the new moon. And then maybe again in a few months, it will come back into my life. So that's what I would love for you to just kind of reflect where that is in your life, where you're pushing something that you're like, oh, everyone says this is good for me. Must, I must keep doing it. Even though it's not, it does not feel good for you. You know, just, just press pause and come back to it at a later date. And then another thing, often when, when we want to follow all the rules, I don't know if we always trust ourselves. So often I think, again, I'm going to say it again, because I think this is another key, key point. Often when we want to follow the rules, we don't always trust ourselves. And again, that was me early postpartum. I did not trust myself. My body was, was completely new to me. I did not know or understand what was going on. And so I didn't, I didn't trust myself. Now I want to share a little bit about, um, you know, kind of that pitta and how I came to be a, a lot more relaxed with all of the rules. And if you're listening and you're not a pitta and you're a vata or you're kapha, you might be like, whoa, you still have a lot of, you know, quote unquote rules because you have different prakritis. You know, that's, you have different set points as a pitta. We often, we do need, uh, if you went back, I actually went back and listened to an old podcast I did. Um, cause I was going to refer a client to it and it was, can you, um, can you, can you soften your edges? No. Can you soften without losing your edges? And as I was listening to it, I was like, okay, all right, I have work to do, you know, and now that was two years ago and I've come so far in two years, even then, but I did, I swung my pendulum too far two years ago. I let go of all of my rules. I let go of all of that. And, um, on the podcast, I was like, I gained 20 pounds my business was not doing great because I just stopped doing things because I just, I I just wanted to follow a flow and the flow led me to stagnation. So for myself, what I know from that experience, I was like, you know what I need, I need to have the structure and foundations, but again, have that flow in that structure and foundation. That's my balance. And again, that's not going to be your balance per se. If you are you know, a strong pizza person, you might be saying, yep, that is my balance too. I do need to make sure I have certain things into my life. Otherwise you can kind of not feel like yourself. So a little bit about myself and how I, how I wound up here. So I used to follow the rules. I needed to work out five to six days a week intensely for an hour or it didn't count. And then maybe I would hit up a yoga class after my true workout. And yoga was all about the physical, not about the spiritual or the breath. I ate plain chicken with no seasoning and broccoli. I followed that meal plan for years. I didn't trust myself. I didn't know what my body would enjoy. And I was scared to try something new because I didn't know how my body would react. I gave myself of three alcoholic drinks a week or under. And then I was strict about things I really didn't need to be strict on. So I worked. So on top of that, on top of those rules, I worked from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Fridays. And then I coached basketball on the weekends, mostly because I hated being alone. Now, this is when I was still single. 
And I did not want to spend any time by myself, like none. Um, I had (laughs) clipping my fingernails on my to-do list. I did not realize that was a problem until one of my best friends came over and said, they called me Dre. They said, Dre, what are you doing? Like you have clipping your fingernails on your to-do list. I, I really, I pushed, I pushed and pushed until I broke. I ended up, well, this is probably after three years of this. I ended up throwing up every Friday at work because my body was so exhausted. It could not handle the demands I was putting on it. I mean, like clockwork every Friday afternoon when I was supposed to run a soccer session for little kids, I would end up in the bathroom sick. And that was my pitta. That was the drive. I kept pushing. How much more can I add to my list? And on top of that, I was totally going out on the weekends. Like on a Saturday night, I would be out and about until two or 3 AM, which did not help this situation. So I may learn these lessons. I'm thankful I did at a fairly young age, you know, in my mid to late twenties, but I know so many women and that I work with who end up learning that lesson at a much later age and a far greater cost. And so that's where I'm, I'm grateful that I went through that. And that's also why I think I attract so many strong pit of women. I, I personally, I wear my, I wear golden girl sweatshirts. I wear, I, right now I'm wearing a sweatshirt with the Jetsons on it. I just posted my, I just posted on Instagram stories, me dancing to Michael Bolton. He is my favorite singer, by the way. I have seen him in concert twice. Love him. I let that side of me out and I show that side of me. And I think often the people I am attracting have that side of themselves, but they're not always bringing it forward. So what can happen is we just keep shoving it down until again, we break. And what I'm finding is I kind of slowly unravel my clients in the best of way. Like I let them show them, expose to them sides of themselves that they want to let out, but they can do that again without losing their edge. I'm not going to take away their hard workouts if that's what they identify themselves with. I still work out five or six days, if not seven days a week. And I know my body can handle it. I do it with my cycle. So I have a like a little bit different, like take on that now, but I still let myself be myself. I don't take away the things that are foundationally me. So I would love to ask of you, how can you be more of you today? What have you been shoving down? You know, maybe you like myself have been wearing stuff where you're like, this does not feel good. I feel constricted. How can you relax? How can you let loose? You know, maybe that's, maybe that's through Ayurveda. Maybe that's through a yoga practice, but how can you find a deeper layer of yourself? And maybe that is journaling. Where can you start to explore that? So that's what I wanted to leave with you today. Ayurveda is not about rules. It really isn't. It really is about learning how to trust yourself and trust your body and what it says. And that is my favorite thing to do with people through Well, now, gosh, it's been about six years since I started studying and introducing it to clients. And uh, I mean, I had my most Pitta pitta woman, and I do do tend to attract a lot of East Coast women too. And um, 
she's from the East Coast and she is softened in such a beautiful way. She still is a go-getter. She gets stuff done. She still likes her hard workouts, but she is softened and she is aware of what her body needs. She is aware of when she pushes too hard and needs that break. And that to me is something that, um, that is my win. Like when people say, oh, you've helped me, you know, lose 30, 40, 50 pounds. Uh, you've helped me, uh, you've helped me conceive, which I will say fertility. That's also something I, I do enjoy helping with too. But honestly, helping people learn to soften and listen to their bodies and really trust themselves, that, that is, there's so much magic there. Oh, all right. Well, thank you all so much. This is where I'm going to, to bid you adieu for today. Um, any like news or notes for me, I guess I like to close. Seasonal Living Collective will be opening again in March, March 21st, if you're, if you're wanting to take that journey with me. Um, it's a group coaching program and I will be having uh, early bird pricing up until the end of February. So February 28th is the last day for saving $50 if you want. I also have a really special surprise that I'm only announcing to my newsletter um, in an email. I think it's going out March 3rd. So if you want, if you want what that is, um, I am jazzed about this because this is what I love to do. I love to serve. I love to work one-on-one. -on -one. That is my specialty. Um, and making these smaller groups, mm, you know, 10 people or under, I just, I love that. So that's, that's my intention for the collective. I like to keep the group small. I like to have them intimate. I like to get to know people. So if you don't want a coach who wants to get to know you, I am not that person. I, I am not. I love to dive deep with people. Um, I, I, I don't do well with surface, surface stuff. We go deep. Um, and even in my group coaching programs, we, I like to go deep. So if that is calling to you, check that out. You can find it at my website or in the show notes. Otherwise I will see you next week. So go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>